episode here of the sister wave our mission is focused on commentary from two sisters dedicated to empowering educating and collaborating with the community through our latest topics focus on personal development cultural history and social action you can expect the flow of the show to include weekly topics centered around a monthly topic features of us highlighting amazing women us answering your listeners' questions, and occasionally interviews and reports on current events to keep you updated on the new waves of life. So thank you so, so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Happy New Year, everybody! Oh, I cannot believe it is 2019. That last year went by so fast, super fast. But Happy New Year, everybody. We are excited to be bringing and the sister wave new episode into the new year so it's a new year and this um we're in the month of january so this monthly series is transitions um you know we transition to a new year (laughs) so we're gonna start off the month just um talking about transitions in a matter of um that childhood life into adulthood life, whether you went to college or after high school or straight after high school and straight into, you know, adulthood um, transitions when it comes to relationships and friendships. Um, so I guess we'll first start off just, you know, diving in, transitioning from like that high school. Well, Camille and I both went to college. For those of y'all who don't know, we went to the University of Kentucky. That is where we met. Um, so we've experienced, you know, those two transitions from high school to college and then from college to adulthood. So, um, well, how was your transition, Camille? Well, um, High school was, I was like super, well, I'm still super awkward, so I can't say, (laughs) I guess that's just like me. Um, But I think transition from high school to college was tough um, just because it was my first time, you know, being out of my parents' house, um, being away from them. So it was like, I was homesick sometimes because I definitely miss my mom um and it's just one of those things where I feel like at that age when you're like 17 18 you're going into college you're like you think that you're an adult you know and you're not (laughs) you're not um and I I realized that all the stuff I used to panic about, I guess, like now I just look at it like, okay, just thinking of the stuff that we used to stress about, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like, it does not matter anymore. Um, but yeah, so going into college, um, we definitely had fun in college, but it was still just a transition because I feel like when you're around the age of like, your early 20s, um, night that 1920 phase you're just 
trying to figure out who you are as a person. Yes. And so you're trying to figure out like, what do I like? What are, and this can be a continuous process, but I feel like that's the first time because you really, when you're not underneath your parents' wing or whoever your guardian is, it's like you have a chance to experiment, you know, (laughs) and not, and and try different things that may be out of your, out of your comfort zone, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's another, I feel like the early childhood stages when a child is like, you know, three and four up until maybe like the age of 10, they're very impressionable. I mean, a child is always impressionable, but I feel like those are like the, like the core ages. And then that age of 17, 18 until like, I would say I really start maturing at 25. Yeah. <laughs> 24, 25. Um, and we're, you know, we'll be turning 27 this year. Um, Cause yeah, in college, like, you you're trying to well I can say for myself like I was still trying to figure myself out me personally I went to school out of state so I went from Atlanta and moved to Kentucky and after the first semester was like what did I do I want to go back home (laughs) I remember Um, because you was like about to transfer yes I was about to leave UK y'all my daddy was like uh nah you staying I was like dang I was trying to go to Georgia State (laughs) I was really trying to transfer um but no like the transition from high school to college for me, um, I think, I, well, I was, I've been an only child. So, like, um, going to out of state really didn't have an effect on me because people are like, oh, my gosh, you're going to school. You don't know absolutely nobody. It was perfectly fine. Like, I've made a plethora of friends, yeah. you know. Um, so, that wasn't really an issue. I think just, like, the impressions of, like, um, like Mill was saying, you're now making your own decisions. No one's like really mm-hmm. monitoring you. Mm-hmm. Did I wild out? Absolutely not. Like, honestly, uh, I did not drink. Camille and I we did not good. drink. Like, we didn't do wow. anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, we did not drink for like the first semester of college. Yeah. Like, and we there were people constantly wanting, like, oh, you want to drink? You want to drink? Like, we the always first year. had. Uh, towards the end of the year, I was like sophomore year. <laughs> no, towards the end of that year, we started because that's when we met money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, oh money. <laughs> but that's when uh, CBO started to form. And yeah, <laughs> but granted, no. we weren't out here just like drinking and going wild. Yeah. But you know, we were indulging alcohol- alcoholic beverages. But we were like, oh. I could say for us, like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm in college. Woo, I can do all this. Woo. It was not that type of, not that type of party. Um, But the transition as far as even just like, I think more so the thing that I balanced with, with the transition with, um, was just like the educational piece. Yeah. Because no one was there to monitor me doing my work. Yeah. And it showed. Because <laughs> to be transparent, I failed a class or two and I thought that I was going to be behind and graduating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, blessed by the name of Jesus, I didn't have that. I actually ended up graduating mm-hmm. semester early. Mm-hmm. But that first semester of college, yeah, I got a few threats from my daddy like, you need to get it together, sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think more so, I my transition would more so have to be from the educational pieces where I definitely learned um you know the most with that transition from high school to college um college to adulthood 
I just had a lot <laughs> going on in my life during the time, relationship wise, which is a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. But just dealing with that transition mm-hmm. from college to adulthood, moving. Um, I moved from Lexington to Louisville, but trying to decide if I was, you know, looking to go back home. Definitely wasn't staying in Lexington. Um, transition of life, paying bills now, like, okay, I'm got this degree. What's next? Granted, I was in my field, but still like, okay, I'm ready to be making money. And I feel like sometimes we need to, I want people to realize that you get a degree does not mean that your dream job is going to come after you walk across that stage. Those that it happens not to discourage you. It definitely happens. I know people that it has happened to, and it can definitely happen to you, but just being on the realistic side too, it takes, it takes time. Um, you may see, and don't feel discouraged because you see people out here who, who have gotten their degrees and they're posting X, Y, and Z and traveling and doing all blah, blah, people finesse all the time. You know, they post what they want you to see on social media. I know some people personally whose lives look extravagant via social media, but be texting my phone on the struggle bus. Like don't let people's social media lives make you feel like yours is diminished. Okay. Um, yeah, that childhood, I mean, not childhood college into adulthood, um, I, my pieces, pieces of advice would want to be like your last year of college. Don't wait. Cause what I did was I waited till I had graduated to write out my life plan and not even necessarily my life plan, my one year goals and my one year yeah. plan or my two year plans. Honestly, your junior year is when towards the end of your junior year, definitely starting your senior year is when you need to start like making your plans and like my dad always says you need a contingency plan which is aka a backup plan you know we all have these dreams that we're going to at least get this job when we graduate nothing is promised to you okay you need to always have a backup plan for when something is not going to work and just to help you i think I would not saying I had like a terrible life after college. You know, I I did pretty well. You know, I was in my field. I had my own apartment. I was definitely still struggling, still living from paycheck to paycheck or whatever. So, um, but I think I would have had a better um, transition if I would have had a plan and I would have stuck to that plan and made sure I was doing the things in college to, you know, to um, stay on top of that plan and not deviate from that plan because like again a lot of us we tend to plan after we've graduated and that's it's too late then shout out to those that did it while they were still in school and I definitely see the difference because these people went into awesome you know situations and were blessed with great things like they networked you or did whatever they needed to do that last year to put themselves in a position where the transition was a lot smoother. I mean, granted, we all transition is gonna always have like a little bump here and there. Some of us have more, you know, and some of us have less. But I think planning before you have that next, especially when you know the transition is about to come, planning for it way in advance definitely helps. Yeah, and I def touching on what she. What Ty was just saying, um, 
I, I definitely agree too. I feel like that's one thing I wish I would have done more or did more in college was just taking up on more opportunities yeah. that were presented in college and even the ones that weren't presented, um, just doing more research on certain things because, um, I feel like I would have been in a better predicament predicament, and also understanding that concept of the fact that your network really truly is your network, yeah. you know, because I don't care what nobody says. Um, I personally feel like college is really a rip off. It um, is it's more so the social interactions that you get um, that are what. I feel like I feel like to be honest, I feel like I learn more through that than my classes. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be one hundred. Um, now I am an advocate for education. I definitely feel like we should get our education, um, and that's why I'm, you know, at some point wanting to get my master's because I do feel like um, I feel like I would have a better kind of time because <laughs> um, it's more focused on my major. But when we were in school and we had to take all these classes that really had nothing to do with nothing um that was the struggle you know so I think it's important for us to really just make sure like Ty was saying having a plan because I definitely didn't have a plan um and I don't feel like any of my classes taught me that just right. basic <laughs> like basic life skills like that's what I feel like I'm a counselor learning, yeah <laughs> learning at like that 20 age um just basic life skills um how to budget how to you know get your life in order with your finances um you know just taking care of yourself holistically like we've talked about before plenty of times on the show like that's that those are the things that are going to help you to sustain when you make these transitions because you're going to have a base of where you know at the end of the day um I know, I know where I'm going. I may not necessarily be where I want to be, but I know what I'm trying to accomplish and where I'm trying to go. Because I, I felt like a fish out of water when I graduated. I did not have a job um, that was where I was making a good amount of money to live. Um, I'm still in the nonprofit world, so, you know. But I do have a better sense of where I'm going. So write it down, you know, make the vision plain. Um, because it really makes a difference. It definitely does. Um, I definitely do agree. Um, one other, oh, we also want to discuss transitions and the aspects of like relationships and friendships. Mm Um, I could say me personally, um, I won't dwell into relationships. We all know how that goes. (laughs) Um, I'll just... I say I have transitioned through those well, and I have learned a lot from my relation, my um, love relationships or whatever. Um, and then it's also relationships in the aspect of family members and things of that sort. Um, one part of transitions when it just comes to relationships that I've been dealing with lately is just friendships. Um, I have awesome friends. You know, all of them are you know pretty much. We didn't really fall in the cracks, you know, as you may, well, it's kind of me, but we didn't really fall in the cracks when it came to like staying focused on the goal and, um, completing 
school, you know, just being scholars and things of that sort. All of my friends were pretty much the same image as me. We were all pretty much in honors classes. We were all went to college. And not saying that we went to college makes us better than anybody. Absolutely not. Like we said before, college is kind of just a money scheme. Um, but we all graduated. We all, you know, have jobs and, you know, doing X, Y, and Z or whatever. But I lately... And I would say later, um, in the latter parts of last year of 2018, I was just noticing the difference between my friends and I and just the the things that we had interest in. And not saying that the things they had interest in were were terrible things to have interest terrible things to have interest in or wanting to participate in. But I just was just falling away from that path. You know, I was having wanting to divert my mind to other things and like where I spent my time to other things. And I would share certain things with my friends, you know, or invite to invite them to certain events and X, Y, and Z or whatever. And it's like, you either show up or you don't, I'm still going to go, you yeah. know, or whatever. And with me being the only child, like I don't have to have somebody there, I've learned to do stuff solo. Like, I'm not a person, like, I have to have somebody there with me in order to go to this event or do X, Y, and Z. Like, I know how to ride solo. So, um, I was just going through a transition, like, not that I didn't think that I was not meant to be friends with them anymore, but that we were just on two different paths. And it was, it kind of, for a minute, it kind of got frustrating because it's like, I want them to go where I'm going. And um and it's just like they weren't going in that direction or they didn't have interest in the things that I had interest in. And it and it would frustrate me because it was like it's not like I'm like I like the things that I wanted to do or discuss in conversation were things that did not matter. It was things that, you know, like have an effect on our community and and um and our involvement within society and things of that sort and events inviting them to events or, you know, sending them things that help stimulate the mind and give each other nuggets. And I think I was also getting frustrated is that I was giving these things to them but I wasn't receiving them in return you know and it was kind of like frustrating because it's like I wanted them to have interest in the things that I was having interest in and we were just not on common grounds and it wasn't until I had a conversation with a few people um a few of my friends that we were like on the same light path that I realized that that's a part of friendships, especially friendships that don't have the same common interests. Sometimes you do divert and the paths go go separate ways. But does that mean you stop like completely talking to that person or do you stop like being friends with them? No, you just end up not spending as much time around with that person because they're not bettering you or they're not being a part of what you want to be a part of. So you have to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who, whether you're your friends or not, because that stranger could be your friend. That could be your maid of honor later on in life. Uh, a friendship is not determined on the amount of years. Um, now, it does take some time to build friendships, um, but it's not just determined on the amount of years that you've known somebody. It's really, truly that common interest, and are they possessing, you know, those friendship qualities. But 
the transitions when it came to friendships definitely was like a tough one for me to under just really understand I would say and I think that's why it's important to understand too that like it's the transition is gonna happen the rest of your life you know and understanding that we all mature at different paces and understanding too that it's okay to outgrow people or outgrow certain things because what may have served me in one season is not necessarily going to serve me the next season, you know? So Mm -hmm. if I have people that are falling to the wayside, then that may be because the things that I was interested in three, four years ago when I first met that person, I'm, I'm, I'm matured now, so I don't have that same mindset of, the things that we connected with about it first. And so I think that's, so just being clear, like we are constantly riding the waves of life, you right. know? So I do not have it all together. Like, while um, Absolutely not. When it comes to uh, going, touching on relationships again, like when it comes to relationships, um, if y'all would have saw us back in the day when it came to going off on people, <laughs> um, came a long way. We have definitely came a long way, but I know that there's other there's areas with within that that I have to work on, you know. And even going back to like friendships and stuff too, like I'm the same people I started off with in certain aspects um, in high school, college we're not as close anymore. Does that mean that I don't um, want them to do well, that I wish them bad? No, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Um, And I do, it it can be hard because it's one of those things where it's like, you try to figure out like, okay, do I need to have patience with this person? Or is it like, okay, snip, snip. Um, So, you know, but... um, I and I guess that boils down to if I, I I'm a true a firm believer of just loving people from a distance at the end of the day because yeah. I, I recognize that I can't allow my energy to be around people that are stagnant and aren't you energy know, and time and time because you don't get time and, back and exactly that aren't trying to in some way shape or form. Because once again, nobody's perfect. No, we're all, we all have things that we're working towards, working on. So I don't necessarily expect you to be perfect, but I do expect for the fact if I'm working on trying to work towards my goals, work towards things that are helping to edify me as a person, um, you know, getting that, educating myself on things that um, I know that I need to work on or whatever the case may be, then at the end of the day, um, I, I can't, I, I don't want to be around people that aren't doing the same, you know? And if you ain't got no goals, you ain't got no type of plan, <laughs> like, you just willy-nilly out here. It's like, at the end of the day, at what point do we see more than just focusing on BS, basically, right. for lack of a better term of words? Like, social media is only going to get you so far worried about what everybody else is doing is only going to get you so far. So it's like, you have to learn how to, um, cause I think that's the biggest thing. Like I I feel like when people say, um, they realize why at 25, like for a lot of, especially women, we mature. And it's like, you just 
start stop worrying about stuff you that you used to worry about that's like true. and i feel like it's that is really true and it's that's how it should be the older that you get um you need you have to start to um it's like i keep thinking of this verse in the bible that talks about when you were a child you spoke as a child so there's things now when you're an adult you have to put away those childish things at the end of the day so if you're still doing the same stuff you was doing four years ago five years ago and thinking that it's going to work for you it's not understanding too it is a process so i'm shedding and unlearning bad habits every day you right. know constantly but um I think that it's just a matter of trying to surround yourself with a community of like-minded people that get that and understand at the end of the day, it takes more than just sitting on your bum and just wallowing in the foolery. (laughs) (laughs) But basically that that's true. Um, So yeah, transitions when it comes to like, and even if I would say like, you could be transitioning with a relationship or a friendship mm-hmm. and it could be like you and that friend, you're not necessarily transitioning. You're not necessarily in a transition phase where you are diverting from that person, but it could be a transition phase where you and that friend are going through a transition together mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I can speak for Camille and I, we went through a transition when starting the podcast. Like we didn't, it wasn't a moment where we were um, had a halt to our friendship. Mm-hmm. It was like we were transitioning into becoming business partners. Mm-hmm. We were uh, transitioning into, you know, starting this podcast. We had a transition in our friendship. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, oh, us calling each other now just to catch up or yeah. blah, blah, blah. We were having conference calls discussing the sister wave, mm-hmm. you know? So transitions aren't always like, uh, a point of pivot or where you and someone are going different ways when it comes to relationships or friendships. Sometimes you're making that transition at the same time with that person. Um, yeah, I just want to throw that out there yeah. too. I don't know. Because want... we had to, we did have to adjust to that because yes. before it was like we wouldn't see each other and then we were going to like pretty much talking to each other like all the time. Right. You know, and we love each other, but we're both Tauruses. You know, so sometimes it's like, okay, we we realize that we have to separate the business and the personal too, because right. we want to still maintain our friendship in the midst of the business, you know, and constantly being about business, business, business. Um, I feel like that can, then you become a machine and you lose the friendship part of right. things, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's all sorts of, you know, um, acts of transitions. Um, this month we'll definitely be diving in. We couldn't talk about everything in detail, but Camille and I will definitely be giving our personal testimonies on um, our transitions in life, just different transitions that we've experienced, are experiencing, will experience. Um, so uh, we'll definitely dive into more detail later on this month, and you all can definitely hear our advice and how we handle certain situations and certain transitions in life um, later on this month. But thank you all again for, you know, being with us into the new year. We are about to approach the one-year anniversary of the Sister Wave, so we are super excited about that. But again, Happy New Year to all of you all. And thank you again for tuning into another episode of The Sister Wave. So I'm so excited about this week's woman feature because we have the absolute pleasure of featuring Miss Ayana Howard. 
She is an African-American woman of the STEM community, which is so exciting and always good to hear black women of STEM like Shout out to Wakanda, Wakanda forever, and shout out to Miss Ayana Howard out there definitely paving the way for us other individuals who have inspiration of joining that culture as well. Miss Ayana Howard began her career actually working for NASA at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. In 2008, she received worldwide attention from the Snowmote robots designed to study the impact of global warming on the Antarctic ice, ice shells. Also, she helped develop next generation of Mars rover through artificial intelligence. Um, it was a robot designed to be an independent mind enough to explore the terrain on its own. So that is amazing. Shout out to, again, shout out to Miss Ayana Howard. Um, her inspiration and love for STEM was actually inspired by the TV show, The Bionic Woman, where um, the, in which severely injured women attain, attain extraordinary power, powers through their artificial bionic limbs. Miss um, Howard, she got her BS in electrical engineering from Brown University, and she received her MS and PhD in electrical engineering from the University of South Carolina, I mean, South Southern California in Los Angeles, California. She currently teaches at Georgia Tech in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's working on discovering new ways that robots can help both in space exploration and assisting people here on Earth. Um, she also serves at Georgia Tech. She also serves as the Associate Director of Research for Georgia Tech's Institution of Robotics and Intelligent Machines and is also the Chair of Multidisciplinary Robotics, um, the PhD program at Georgia Tech. Uh, last, well, it's not last year because we're in 2019 now. <laughs> Two years ago in 2017, she became the chair of the School of Interactive Computing at Georgia Tech. Miss Howard has won various awards, but some of her latest awards have been in 2017. She was in Atlanta's magazines for Women Making a Mark. In 2017, she was a part of the Top 25 Walker's Legacy um, and Atlanta Award as well. And in 2018, she was a part of Forbes Top 50 Women in Tech. That is amazing. That really is amazing. When you make it to the Forbes list, when you make it to the Forbes list. <laughs> but Miss Ayana's piece of advice when looking to get in engineering, she states, don't be afraid to learn the basics and definitely keep your imagination alive. After all, after all, engineering is about bringing new things to life. And Miss Ayana is not only bringing new things to life with her innovations and her research and studies, but also life to others out there who she is out there inspiring and being an influence to our community and our culture. We definitely appreciate Miss Ayana Howard and the path that she has paved. We are so grateful. Like I said, women in STEM are absolutely amazing. Um, black women in STEM are even absolutely more amazing. So shout out to Miss Ayana Howard. We definitely hope that you enjoy listening to our woman feature this week. And again, be sure to tune in next week for a new woman feature.
All right, you all. So for today's listener question, we have Alicia from New Orleans writing in to the sister wave. So Alicia writes into the show and says, Hey, TSW, my name is Alicia from New Orleans, and I love the show. Thanks, girl. Thank you. And I hope you all take the time to answer my question. I need advice. So I have been with my boyfriend for a few months and things have been going pretty well so far. But recently he told me about his decision to go back to school to get his master's, which is great. But he wants to move eight hours away and it was instantly and I was instantly feeling bittersweet. Of course, I want him to pursue his dreams, but I can't help but to think how this is going to affect our relationship. We have talked about it and the idea of breaking up hasn't came up or anything like that, but I'm just anxious and I know he is nervous as well because he said so himself. So how should I act moving forward, TSW? I want to stay with him, but I know this is going to be really hard. So what is you all's advice? Well, okay. So Alicia, so I can definitely, definitely understand your concerns and understand, you know, why this is something that would make you feel nervous um, in certain aspects. Um, I'm, I have not been in a situation where, you know, I've been... I guess like a person, me and a person have been um, in the same city and then they moved. I have been in, you know, a few long distance relationships um, with one being like 10 hours away. (laughs) So I can definitely understand your struggles. And I will say this because a lot of people will say stuff like, you know, long distance relationships just don't work. I truly don't feel like that, Alicia. Um... I really and truly feel like it really depends on the two people and them wanting to make a conscious effort to make it work. Am I saying that it's easy? Hecky no. It ain't easy. It sure ain't easy. But if y'all are on the same page as far as, you know, y'all just have to be on the same page. <laughs> like, But at the end of the day, to me, it really boils down to the fact that, you know, I, yes, the distance matters, especially like if you're used to like being around a person all the time. Um, but if you really love that person, you're going to make it work, you know, and y'all, but y'all have to both be on the same page as far as like, okay, well, if he's going to get his master's, you know, that's probably between two to three years. So you know that if you're going to stay here, you're probably going to be, you know, without him for that that amount of time unless you decide to move up there unless he decides to move back and there's a case that he may decide that he wants to stay there you know so y'all both have to be on the same page when it comes to saying like okay what are you know what are relate what are our relationship goals at the end of the day are we trying to you know you know where is this relationship moving towards because if we're not on the same page about that then it's probably not going to work in your favor you know so, um, being that this is a relationship, y'all just been together for a couple months, um, and you're still, you know, you're still in a getting to know each other process. So, um, I think that this actually could be good for your relationship. You know, I think, um, that's one thing I'll say about long distance relationships. It really helped, it helped me to learn how to communicate better because it's like when you're in a long distance relationship, 
you literally have nothing else to do but communicate with that person. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, either y'all gonna talk about it or you just not gonna talk. And and it does make it, but it does make it harder too because, you know, a person can quickly just um, throw down the phone and not want to talk or what, and that stuff be ticking your girl off. <laughs> That'd be ticking your girl off. But, um, you know, it's just, y'all just have to be on the same page. I don't think distance really has anything to do with it more so than besides the fact of y'all just missing one another and y'all having to be on the same page when it comes to coming up with a schedule saying, okay, how often are we going to try to see each other? You know, can we see each other once a month? Can we meet each other halfway? Like, are we going to, am I coming to you? You coming to me? Like figuring that out. But at the end of the day, you have to evaluate one what makes you nervous about it. Are you nervous about that person being so far away? Um, is the distance what is going to you know make you feel like that, or are you nervous that because he's going so far away, he's going to be at school, he's going to be seeing you know different girls, you're not there? I mean, trust and believe. You know, if that is something, um, that. It's not, I'm not saying that's a, that should be a concern of yours, but I can see why that would, you know, as a woman, you know, you do think stuff, you do think stuff like that at times, you know, and, but you have to have enough trust in him. If you feel like your relationship is really solid, that regard, cause at the end of the day, boo, if that man wants to cheat on you, he's going to cheat on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter if he's 10 hours away or if he's right down the street, cause he can find a be down the street too you know what i'm saying so (laughs) let's just be 100 let's be 100 you know so it's like to me that's really um minute like in the grand scheme of things you know um he has to because my my dude if you going to school you need to be focused on school you don't need to be focused on what's what else what you know but I just feel like that's going to be a constant struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always going to be pretty women where you go, wherever a person goes, you know? So, unless he's walking around like, um, what's his name from, um, or, or walking around like Sandra from, um, what's the bird box? The bird box, then, you know, that's something that he has to have self-control, you know? So, if he is not giving you a reason not to feel, you know, to feel, um, if he has never given you a reason to feel like you shouldn't trust him, then I would not be worried about the fact that he's, of course, once again, I understand your concerns because you're going to miss him. You're going to want to be around him, but that would not be my concern because like I said, if he wants to do something, he can do something wherever he's at, you know? So, um, that's how I would look at it, you know, and it's safe, you know, it's, it's okay to like have those. I think the biggest thing is just that communication piece, you know, um, I don't feel like y'all need to break up. Like I'm not, no, like that's your boo boo. So stay with your boo, you know, but it's like, if you do feel like if you, he gets there and you feel like something's not right, which once again, I said that can happen anywhere. So it's like, then that's, you know, that's up to you to figure out what you want to do with that situation. But it's like, I feel like y'all can make it work. You know, it's just 
a matter of both of y'all discussing too, like when you're having those, um, those feelings, you know, saying like, Hey babe, you know, I'm not feeling too, you know, you went out last night and you didn't call me or whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, you told me you was, so now I'm, we long distance. So I'm feeling some type of way cause I ain't heard from you. And now your girl is over here just thinking the worst. Like, you know, y'all have just have to be on the same page. And yes, once again, I know things happen, but it's just, it's stuff like that. Like you don't want to put any doubt in any of y'all's head. Cause guess what? I'm sure he is having the same feelings. That's why you said he is feeling nervous as well. Because men, a lot of times, they don't necessarily want to show you that side. Like, oh, I'm I'm nervous too. But bees cheat on dudes all day, okay? They do. So, it's across the board. It happens. So, at the end of the day, he, you know, you never know what's going through his head. Um, stuff that me, he's may have to deal with from females. So those trust issues. Trust issues. Oh. <laughs> trust issues. Like Drake said, you know. Um, yeah, like you just never know what kind of trust issues that this person may be dealing with or has dealt with. So um, I just encourage y'all to... Like I said, communicate. Um, that's the main thing. Um, and, you know, I just truly wish and hope for the best for your situation. I definitely feel like it can, um, it's possible to do long distance. But y'all just have to be on the same page, you know. And if y'all truly love each other and want to make it work, you can do it. So, that is my two cents. All right, you all. So for this week's current event, we wanted to talk about the story of Jasmine Barnes. And um, I just want to give you kind of a brief synopsis of what happened. Um, it ha- it was an incident that occurred in Houston, Texas, where she, young Jasmine, was gunned down, actually. Um, and so here's kind of the synopsis of that. So LaPortia Washington, mother of Jasmine Barnes, is revealing new details about the alleged attack that killed her daughter, Jasmine, seven, and her mother were shot as they were going to Joe V's to get coffee Sunday morning. Washington's three other daughters were in the car with them. They had just passed Walmart when a car pulled up. Washington told ABC 13 about her daughter's final moments. As I turned around and looked back at the street, I heard shots start firing and they came through My window broke my glass and hit me in my arm. They sped off in front of us and the truck slowed down and continued to fire as he was in front of us. It was not fair. It was not fair. He intentionally killed my child for no reason. He didn't even know her. He didn't even know who she was. After the shooting was over, one of her other daughters made the devastating um, discovery. She said, Mama, Jasmine's not moving. She's not talking. I turned around and my seven-year-old was shot in the head. Um, The Harris County Sheriff's Office is asking all residents to keep surveillance to find clues towards Jasmine's killer because he's still not been found. Um... And it says, my baby comes and asks me, where's my sister? Is she coming back? She's only six years old, said Washington. 
The motive for the attack is still unknown as detectives are trying to determine whether the shooting was targeted or random. So, um, this is a really devastating story. Um, like, this is a very heart-wrenching story. Um, not a good way for anyone to, you know, bring in their new year, of course. And I'm just looking through um, something else just to... um, Yeah, so... Basically... The, one of the reasons I'm like speechless is because it's why to think of why somebody would want to do this, you know, because um, looking at this article, you know, she was talking about how she had did not provoke him in any type of way. She didn't cut the pickup truck off. Um, she made a stop at a red light and then gunshots were fired, you know, so and while it's at the end of the day you don't always want to assume like okay this is race related or whatever the case may be um because it may not have been but it's hard to feel like that with all of the race relations and things that are going on in this country and all these hate crimes that keep happening you know that keep happening where um not not innocent that's the word i'm looking for innocent children are being killed from these old white males i'm sorry but that's just what it is you know and so it's like it's hard not to look at it to that degree um but whatever the reasoning whatever thoughts you would have to do so to that child um it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's really crazy to me that people would take the time. Oh, Lord. People would just kill kids in general. But the fact that you're killing a child and shooting your gun through the car of a random truck, a random car um just to do so just to kill somebody you know um and now this is how this mom has to bring in her new year and she's never going to have her daughter again you know and so it's like this type of stuff really just makes me um very sad um it's very unfortunate situation at the end of the day um and I think that we definitely need to take notice of just like finding ways. That's why, you know, February's focus was focused on just social involvement, social action, because I genuinely feel like if enough people, enough of us really started to make a noise about it versus just like in doing so through different ways, but not just, um, you know, hyping it up for a little bit and then being completely done and over it, you know? 
then things could possibly change. And then it's like, these, once again, these cases are not cases that are just um, rare. You know what I'm saying? Like, these things have been happening and they keep happening over and over again. So it just makes it um, a situation where you don't sometimes know, like, how to handle stuff like that. And so, I don't know. I don't... One, I hope that everybody does everything in their power to find this man. Um, If we have any listeners in Texas, you know, make sure that y'all are looking for this red pickup truck. He was in a maroon pickup truck. So, um, and turn this man in because this is traumatizing, you know? Um, The sister witnessed it. Like, it's just really a really tragic unfortunate event um and so I just you know send my prayers to Miss Washington um because she's definitely gonna need some therapy some counseling after this incident um and I just it's you know it's one of those situations where it's like you don't even really know what to say because it's just mind-boggling at how people can just be so evil, you know? Because that's really what it is. Um, So I'm going to keep people covered in prayer because, y'all, we got to stay stay covered. We got to stay covered because it's a lot of craziness going on and I want no parts of it and I want no parts of it for our people and for people in general like we just need to get it together so so yeah um that's pretty much all I have to say about that um and I hope that you all follow the case read more up more about it um to make sure that you are staying woke about what is going on in the media so thank you okay you all so that wraps up the first episode of the brand new year again happy new year everybody we are in the year 2019 2018 was great 2019 is gonna be even better remember just step in the new year with positive words of affirmation positive mindset new goals because you can accomplish it all the sister way believes in you and we are definitely here to keep you going so again thank you for tuning in to our um, new monthly series as we talk about transitions and what a good time to talk about transitions as we're starting off the new month um we definitely hoped you all enjoyed listening to me and mill's personal transitions um we also hoped you enjoyed this week's woman feature miss ayana howard and how she is paving the way in the culture of stem we also hope you enjoy our current event this week and as per usual be sure to follow us on all of our social media at the sister wave and also be sure to visit our website www.thesisterwave.com again thank you for tuning into another week's episode and be sure to tune back in next Wednesday.